healthy um, sexual relationship uh, with the opposite sex. First Thessalonians chapter four verse one to twelve. First Thessalonians chapter one to twelve. Four verse one to twelve. Chapter four verse one to twelve. Finally, then, brethren, we ache and exhort in the Lord Jesus that you should you should abound more and more, just as you receive from us how you ought to walk and to please God. For you know what, for you know what commandments we gave you through the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you should abstain from sexual immorality, that each of you should know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and honor. Not in passion of lust, like the Gentiles who do not know God, that no one should take advantage of and defraud his brother in, in this matter, because the Lord is the avenger of all such. And has we also forewarned you and testified. For God did not call us to uncleanness, but holiness, in holiness. Therefore, he who rejects this does not reject man by God. Who has also given us his Holy Spirit. But according, but concerning brother love, you have no need that I should write to you, for you yourselves are taught by God to love one another. And indeed, you do not, in, and indeed you do, you do so toward all the brethren who are in all Macedonia. But we urge you, brethren, that you increase more and more, that you also aspire to lead a quiet life to mind your own business and to work with your own hands as we commanded you that you may walk properly towards those who are outside and that you may lack nothing amen amen um this particular passage is very important um even though the title is about um how to handle ourselves with the opposite sex um for me the the import of uh, what Paul is saying is that we have given you commandments. You know, sometimes when in the New Testament, people don't want to hear the word commandment because we have been saved into this liberty. You know, as, as somebody will quote, in the house of God as liberty. And, and, and we keep on stressing that there's no way that God say that this new uh, dispensation has no law or has no command and here we have Paul confirming the the truth that though we are in this liberty there are commands there are there are things we ought to do but we cannot just leave as Christians we have to do certain things and he's listing specifically some of the things we need to do and one of the foremost he mentioned and, and I think that's why maybe the that topic is there is that we are to abstain from fornication you know it's there's no compromise there we, we have gradually creeping in these doctrines of demons concerning fornication now people are saying if you are going to marry the person then it's not a problem some even are claiming that uh, so long as you don't keep moving from person to person you know people are trying to and all these doctrines have come about because just as he said 
people have decided not to control their last once you decide not to control your lacks or your lusts or your desires you need to come up with doctrines to to, to clear your conscience and and that is what is happening people have decided not to control their their lust their desires therefore we keep moving from one one kind of error to the to the other and so there are commandments and these commandments um were given by the lord jesus himself you know <laughs> he gave us commandments verse two and and verse three one of them is that we should abstain from fornication and and um is fornication is broad in many ways all kinds of sexual impurities we should abstain from them and then he's talking about our body we should learn to control our body possess this body with honor and sanctification we should leave we should hold on to this body and, and put and just let it portray respect and honor you know and usually he compares us with the gentiles you know because those days you know the gentiles live so long without god that if you wanted to have an, an example of what was wrong then you needed to refer to how the gentiles behave because <laughs> for centuries they live without any law from god actually so they were very naturally sinful so mostly Paul will compare them, don't, don't be like the Gentiles, don't be like these people who have no law, who have no direction by God, who have no kind of, you know, they have no kind of reverence for God because there was no such system for them. As for the Israelites, well, you know, there was a system, there were, there were laws to be followed and rest. So naturally they seem to have this natural piety unless they... You know, decided to go haywire, then they went all the way out of their way. But then there were still some things they still couldn't do by way of tradition. And we, we have examples like Peter, who, even when God was telling him to rise and kill and eat, he was still saying, No, Lord, actually, because by, by habit, there are things he couldn't do. So you were saying this idea now where Christians want to behave like unbelievers, this idea, you should, you should, you should just stop it. And then um he i mean he mentions specific things he said no one should go be uh, beyond and defraud his brother in any matter because that because that is the event uh, the lord is avenger of all such as we also have forewarned you and testified defrauding people uh, that is also going on a lot in our time men saying things to women they are not ready to do people making promises they don't want to keep people saying things different from what they think people defrauding people people asking for loans they don't intend to pay you know i spoke to you about i don't know that i spoke to you about once a brother like that collecting money and up to now he hasn't even called to say he's sorry that uh, it's been more than a year almost two years he has still not even paid it's like it's, it's gone it's, that's it so it's, it's it's defrauding that is defrauding now then he goes on to say we have we have a calling sometimes we believe that the calling is only when it's called we are only called on to um you know according to the office of a prophet or an apostle or anything but verse seven is saying for we have not been called unto uncleanness but unto holiness <laughs> 
that was part of our as, as Paul says against Samuel, he said, we, this, this calling you have been called is a higher calling, actually. And why is it higher calling is that we have been called to holiness. We have been called to belong to God. The essential meaning of holiness is something which is set apart for God. Holiness does not mean perfection. It does not mean um, lack of error or anything. It means you are set apart unto God. And that is something we can do. You know, something beyond us. You know, he therefore that despised not man but God who had also given us. He therefore that despised it. In other words, these people who go around looking down at other people, you know, for various reasons, that attitude of doing so, it's when you do that, it's God you are despised because it's, the person has been made in the image of God. You know, then it comes to the touchy subject of brotherly love, Philadelphia. And then he said, as for this one, I don't even need to write unto you. <laughs> I'm sure with this one that he needs to write to. No wonder he's writing. <laughs> In this our time, he needs to write. No wonder he's writing. So I need not. And uh, he touching all the burden. But yeah, indeed, he do it towards all the burden which are in all Macedonia. But we beseech you, brethren, that ye increase more. I was thinking I was going to say, oh, since you're doing it to all the people, that is fine. No, he still want them to do it more. Um, but as touching brother love, ye need not that I write unto you. For us, for us, he needs to write to us. For ye yourself are taught of God to love one another. In other words, this naturally we are supposed to be loving towards one another. And, and he is talking about brethren. In other words, Loving towards people who are in the church, basically, um, and, and 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 these are what are supposed to overcome all the divisions in the church and the rest. Uh, and then he says something quite interesting: we should study to be quiet. Hey, I thought you're supposed to rather be talking. We are supposed to talk. You know, no, we should study to be quiet and to do our own business. Hey. I thought mind your own business was for people who are anti so Mind your own business. We're supposed to mind our own business. And to work with our own hands. That's what I'm saying that I I want to work on this book, even though I wanted to. After I finished, by the grace of God, um, last Friday, I finished the, the 20th book. Wow. My 20th book, um, titled Understanding Times and Seasons. Oh, wow. And I wanted to celebrate... <laughs> But I so wanted to celebrate. I think I wanted to so relax for maybe a week without writing anything. And still, this compulsion is coming that uh, I should write about the um, write about earning an income. Uh -huh, yes, uh, about earning an income uh, or getting paid. You know that thing I did for um, I did for some for a youth group. I should I should turn it into a book, especially in these days of a. There's nowhere God believes in unemployment. There's, there's no unemployment in God's vocabulary. There's nothing like unemployment <laughs> in the Bible. So everywhere he says that we should learn to work with our own hands, as you commanded, you know. And finally, um, that we may walk honestly towards them that are without, even those. Who are not believers, we are supposed to be honest with them, and that we may have nothing of lack. Um, 
of no man. Some people are of no man. In other words, we should not lack in anything good. So this is why, if you look at this whole passage, I wonder why the emphasis is only on um, a healthy relationship with the opposite sex. It's, it's, I would have preferred if something was like a, a commandment from the Lord or something. Mm. Yeah, because it's, it's, it talks about so much. So, this is First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 1 to 12. Do you have anything to add? God didn't call us to uncleanness but to holiness. God didn't call us into unto uncleanness but in holiness. But can we throw more light on that? God did not call us to uncleanness but to holiness, yeah. Hmm. Um that is verse verse uh, seven. Let me go for an easier translation so Okay, for God did not call us to be impure, but to be holy. <laughs> and and all of these things, he's talking about the, the permissive culture that we have of late. And, 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 and what is a permissive culture? A culture that follows the dictates of our desires. A, a culture that is mostly on desire and, and less on discipline. Whenever a culture is like that, usually anything which comes into your mind, anything you feel, you do. And what those things leads to are desiring for things which are contrary to the word of God. Things which are not right, things which are sinful, lustful, things which are which are, are bizarre, things that are um, clear and out of the ordinary. In fact, a, a, a tip is a summary of this LGBTQ plus thing. Actually, there are people who have decided to go uh, to be themselves to be impure. They decided to do anything that is contrary to righteousness and to morality. Anything that's contrary to law, they decide to do it. It's just a rebellion against every moral statute, every societal norm, every restriction which is of a moral code. That is what they have decided to do. It is not. It's not a right, but the decision to rebel against societal, societal norms. Decision to do what they like, how they like it, when they like it, with, with whoever they like it, wherever they like it. That's what they're trying to do. And it is that kind of behavior that verse 7 is talking about, that Christians should not follow that suit. Because there are some of these people who are claiming to be Christians, who are claiming to be pastors. You know, there are some of these people who are so claiming. It's like they, somebody saying he's a, she's a pastor, yet she doesn't believe in God. How, what kind of minds would you have to be a pastor and not believe in God? Then why are you a pastor? It's just a rebellious mind. They've decided anything moral, good, right, you know, fair, anything discipline, anything controlling of, of self, they decided to go by it. They decided to do anything which comes to their mind. And so that is... Uh, they, be, they call themselves into impurity instead of unto, to be holy to God. Because to belong to God, to be holy, as I said, is to belong to God. To belong to God is to be with Him, is to do what He likes, is to follow His instructions. That is what it means to be holy. 
And the instructions of God, Bible says, are not grievous. They are clear. They are open. They are not something strange. We should abstain from all forms of sexual impurity. Just as he said earlier on. All forms of sexual impurity. We should love our brother as ourselves. We should live a life worthy of his name. These are the things God wants us to follow. And they have decided not to follow. So that is what it means. Actually, it's, it's, it's a signature of LBGQ, whatever, plastic. Actually, they are even telling God that they are plus. We are bringing more. <laughs> we are bringing more because as long as we are following our desires, it is never going to end. So we have to have a plus to tell everybody that they are more coming, actually. So that so that is that. Um, oh, wow. um, and the verse 6. That no, that no one should take advantage of and defraud his brother in this matter, because the Lord is the avenger of all such, as we also forewarned you and testified. I think this one is talking about the fornication and the sexual immorality. Yeah, the, uh, there's, there's a general application, and then you can also put it in the context. Each of four from verse four, each of you must know how to control his own body in. A holy and honorable manner. Uh, five, not with passion and lust like the Gentiles who do not know God. Furthermore, you must never take advantage of or exploit a brother. So the furthermore means that he's saying something in addition. You know, it's not necessarily saying the same thing, but he's saying something in addition. Furthermore, you must never take advantage of or exploit a brother in this regard. In other words, um any kind of deception that can lead to that in the, in the, you know mostly when it comes to sexual immorality you 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 kind of uh, convince people to join you mm-hmm. or convince people that what they are doing is not wrong most of the people who who go in this gay way they when they start going they, they themselves feel it is wrong it's other people who tell them, oh, it's not wrong. That's how you are. I mean, that's how you were created. You should be proud of it. It's other people who tell them that for them to begin to embrace that error. And then it becomes part of them. So it's, it's, it's also broadly applies in that manner. That we should not persuade people into that behavior, making them feel that that behavior is, is, is right when it is wrong. Neither should we defraud them in other things when as far as... The word of God is concerned. You're supposed to let them know, know the truth. This particular scripture also uh, will be against those people who think they can be Christians and still do a uh, four one nine on the internet. Yes, we are not supposed to defraud anybody. You know, it's it's we're supposed to be honest with those without. We are not supposed to defraud those within. You know, so that that is that. Mm-hmm. I used to be to be like uh, the relationship defrauding one another, like trying to take advantage of people when it comes to relationship. It still applies. It's, it's, it's a general defrauding of anybody, whether in the context of relationship or in the general context of because in any situation where there's trust. There's a potential for somebody to deceive, deceive. Somebody to get that trust with false pretenses. Mostly happens in relationship, especially when the uh, people want sex, sex, 
they see and do things they don't mean i mean which are just fraud uh, you know and it happens all the time it's like this situation where somebody this lady decided to pretend to be to be pregnant so that he, she can stop money from her husband you know she can, she can take money from the husband yes it was just so that she can be taking money from the husband i don't know what the money is for but but um most of the time you know um, people defraud people because they believe they can get things from them that they cannot get if they are honest. That's what they, that's it. yes. Uh, so, but uh, that's why I'm wondering why people don't write about deception because it's something people do all the time. It's one of the basic forms of selling we do, deceiving people. Deceiving people with tears, deceiving people. That was written about it. Oh, yeah. It's good, I think, yeah. Only because it's one of the basic things people do. You know, if you are practical, if you are anything practical as a Christian, then you definitely will come to write about deception. Because it's, it's one of the fundamentals. No other Bible keep talking about do not deceive, don't be deceived, do not deceive. Something that is going on all the time. Amen. Amen. Um, so, I think 